Is it wonky? No. No. It's right. It straight. Yeah, it looks good to me. Uh, Wouldn't have it any other way. Oh yeah. Last week, uh, I for the over the past maybe six weeks, the the sound has fucked up on me in some shape mm -hmm. or form, and I just can never seem to get it right. Last week, I got it right for the first time. Went over there, pressed record, started the podcast. I was about ten minutes in. And I was like, I looked down and my laptop wasn't moving. And I was like, I forgot the press record and the sound. Yeah. So the first ten minutes, like the first time at it proper. Yeah. It was just pure camera audio until I got this. Fucking well, thing. you're talking to the tech guy here. It always balls it up like every single time. I do yeah. something. I just don't do right. I would yeah. fully pay someone to come down and just go. There's the correct angle, there's the correct sound, uh -huh. and then I would just fucking throw super glue all over the room. Yeah. And I'd be like, nothing's getting moved, Come nobody here. touch anything. Yeah. Exactly. This is how it's going to be. Like, that's what I'm saying I would do is like mark stuff with a wee tape or something just yeah. to keep me right. But then I always move it. And I got guests in, I fucking have problems in the camera and all that. I'm just not a tech guy. I, I come know. and talk all day, but I can't do tech. That's it. But the, do you not think it's the field that we're in where you have to be good at everything now? It's not just we write jokes and get up and tell them. Yeah. Which it's, is a it's shame, not that anymore. you know what? Because there's there's people who are brilliant comedians and brilliant joke writers, but they don't have a social media presence. That's and it. They can't sell themselves they online. Can't sell, and, then, and, then, and it's yeah. You have to be a bit of a jack of all trades now, which is something yeah. I'm not. But I'm trying. I've been trying to learn it a bit more. Like see, doing clips and all. Nah, no good. It's hard, isn't it? Yeah, it's and hard. it takes a lot of time. A lot you know? of time. See, subtitling is yeah. the worst. But then it's like, do you ever think, what's the next thing, or like, what's Where's it going? Because, mm. like, remember Vine was like people made their careers off of Vine, and that whole app shut down. Yeah, like TikToks now like went through Instagram, went like TikToks the thing. Like, what's going to be next? Mm. You know, what's going to be the next move? Because people all of a sudden like, you can't just put a video up unless there's subtitles on it. But it's like, but why? I know. I know. So next they'll probably just be two second clips, no subtitles, <laughs> just people's going, yeah. you know, it'll be and that's, that's testament to like people's attention spans now yeah. too, are just getting shorter and shorter and shorter. Soon yeah. it's going to be like, no one's going to watch football matches. They're just going to, the highlights are going to yeah. show up like a podcast clip on their phone and there's just 30 seconds and the, the commentary will be subtitled Yeah, and then you'll just fucking scroll on to the next video. Speaking of that, I watched, um, Michael Arteta did a, an interview with Jamie Carragher for Sky Sports maybe yeah, last week or something Yeah, and I watched the whole YouTube video about 20 minutes of it over the course of like a week and a half <laughs> just whenever I got a minute they're like where is it you know what I mean with, with the kids and stuff and yeah. and I just really enjoyed it and it's almost like you know when you get into bed and you sell yourself down hands on the thing you're just watching <laughs> Arteta and Carragher chat like it was great and then afterwards you know why they do a recommended next video on YouTube the next one was like 20 quick fire questions with Arteta and mm. Carragher. It was great. When yeah. I cast was like, what are you? And she would just watch it. She like, we'd be watching a, a show at night. And if she's no, like if I pick it, she's no interest in it. So mm. she'll just be there on TikTok and you just hear, oh no, 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 yeah, no. Yeah. And it's like, put your phone down. You know, we started watching the trailers there. I've seen it. On, I've heard it's brilliant. Yeah. I haven't seen it though. I've got into it the first couple of episodes and she's just like, I don't really get no. it. Said, yeah, because you're watching a family of Dutch people dancing in their <laughs> fucking living room with lederhosen on or like some stupid shit. Is no it worth watching? Would you would you recommend? Oh, I, I would recommend it. But it's, it's only starting to get bitchy now, which is good. Right. So like, is it reality TV? Yes. So what right. it is for anyone who hasn't seen, I'll just give you, I'll not give any spoilers, but I'll tell you what the kind of the gist is. Is there's like I think twenty people go into this castle, and they're all like called the faithful or the traitors. So Claudia Winkleman, obviously picks three traitors and then the gist is they have to kill off 
a person. Now, I was disappointed when I discovered it wasn't legitimate actual murder. I thought that would have been very tasty. <laughs> but she just taps on the back and then the traitors have to work together to try to, like, murder mm. all the other faithfuls and then win money at the end. Otherwise, if they, like, discover who the traitors are and they out them, then the faithfuls can get the money, you know? Right, right, right. But... I don't know if it's re- up my street, but I've heard so many people talk about it. I feel like yeah. I want to even try out Give an it episode a go, and see what it's like. Because at the, at the Christmas dinner table, everyone was talking about it. Like my in-laws, my, my folks, all the ages, my sister. Like all did just you just like have a big class. Christmas dinner, did you? Yeah, we did it at our house this year. Yeah, so right. we had... Who cooked? Well, we did it. We did it. We smart, a smart move. So we did the starters and the desserts. And then my folks brought the meat. And Catherine's folks brought the, the sides. Class. And then it was just like a bring your own team kinda. effort. It was great, you know. We we did all the booze and everything too, though, and like mm. the like the wee snacks and hors d'oeuvres. But it was, it was definitely it? oh dear. I I never make it a move where like Dona will like have a a list or something, or like there'll be a shopping list, and you and the two of you will be going like to get it. So Catherine said, "When I finish work for Christmas, I'm gonna go. We'll go out on the Friday. So Christmas on a Sunday, we'll go out the Christmas Eve Eve." You know, if you're a weirdo, call it that. But we'll go out there and buy all the shopping. And I was like, I genuinely would probably rather kill myself. I hate like going to like the, I hate shopping center. I just don't like it. Yeah, especially and when it's really, really busy. Oh, it's it's, so it's worse. just it's like I, I get real anxiety and like fucking panic and yeah. all. So on the Wednesday, she had written a big list on our. Like I, I bought a whiteboard and stuck it to the front of the the fridge because I want to try to watch what I eat more because too fat basically. There's there's a gist. I don't want to be less fat, right? So. We'd read that and I go, I'm going to go and buy all this. So I went to Tesco's and bought all the shopping. It was like 100 quid. And then we had more stuff because you had to get some like sides and party food from Marks and Spencer's. And I was like, I'll do that too. So I went to Tesco's, bought all of the shopping, brought the bags to the car, went to Marks and Spencer's, another 80 quid. Like that would have been split between the two of us, but mm-hmm. I'd been trying to be a sound dad. Went and got, got it all. And then, but after that, I was like, I think I, I, I rang her and she's working on Christmas Eve. Went, that's me. Do we need anything else? I'm going to the, like, the co op to get like, Ribena or something for the kids <laughs> and some onions to make, you know, the soup with. And I said, like, what do you do? You need anything else? And she was like, Well, I don't know. And I said, Well, I'm going to ground here. I'm not leaving the house again until after Christmas. So, if you want something, I'm not getting it. And is that how it worked? Because I know I've said that five times. Yeah. But still, Christmas Eve night, I'm going out to get schlur or get something. Yeah, but then I get I I was belligerent with it. Mm. So I said, Well, I'm I'm not doing it. If you want it, you can get it. Like mm. your legs work. Like I actually stuck exactly. a fork in Catherine's legs. <laughs> or they because we were sitting Did right you get kicked in the face? Was it one oh, of those ones? No, but you know when the looks they give you like mm. what the fuck did you just do? <laughs> she was talking about wanting something and we were sitting um eating her dinner and then she said, Oh, I'd like blah blah and I was like stuck in her legs. Like, do you want me to go and get that or do they do these work? <laughs> and then she was like, Oh, go myself and I'm like, Yeah, do you know? So fucking right. That was it, but I opportunities, isn't it? But exactly, like next thing. But she would be very much like, like she would, like set up the shopping list and be like, look at the prices on things and, ooh, you know this and that. I just go in and buy. I don't, I, because I'm about how can I get in here and get stuff the quick, quickly as mm, possible. And she'll go into Tesco's and like look at clothes and I'm like, hold on, can't eat them. Come on, chop chop. <laughs> you know, so like yeah. I'd be going in there just being like, right, let's get in, get out. Yeah. But so I know that's probably why my shopping so dear. And then she'd like, get cranberry sauce. So I bought like and, and what else? A like, caramelized onion dressing for cheese or something. So I ended for up buying cheese. Yes, yeah, so right from the cheese board now. Right. So right. I just bought four, f- 
four jars of the both, so eight jars of this stuff because like, I don't want to have to go back again. Like we're out of that. If you like, I don't eat cranberry sauce, but I don't know how much you use. So I'm like, well, yeah. I'm not coming back. That's it. Just have the house coming down to cranberry. Fuck it. You know? As long as you don't have to go back. Exactly. And then she'll be like throwing food in the bin, and I'll be like, this is out of date. I'm like, well, at least I don't have to go back to the shop to get it. Yeah, Fuck it. You know? That is the main thing when it's coming up to Christmas. Mm. Like I don't even know what I'm doing. Like when I go home today, I have to go to the, get a couple of things. And she was like, we don't need anything from the shop. And I was like, your baby's whole needs wiped. Mm. So we need to get baby wipes, need nappies. Yeah. And we need something else, razors, for the baby. <laughs> she have her eyebrows So yeah, so that's, that's the plan now. And, and again, I don't even know what day it is, what time it is. But I know I'm here with you and it's, and it's fun. It's fun. It's good to get back to work. That's what it's all about. You know, it is, isn't it? Yeah. It's and it's good, almost, yeah. it's work, but it's not work, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like a podcast It's like work this. for me. I have to add it all yeah. this shit but, out there. But you just, walk away. Yeah, I walk away. We just have a chat. You just walk home. Yeah. Fuck imagine. I'd be maybe home for next Christmas if I started mm. on you. <laughs> I don't know if you can see. I have very short legs. Like, no, you'd you be don't. surprised. 28 inches. 28 inch legs? Mm-hmm. Is that like when you do, oh, it's like waist and leg and mm-hmm. when you buy a pair of shorts, you have, you have to go for 28 legs? So my legs like way, way smaller than my waist. Yeah. Right, right. Which is freaky. Like, I only discovered that when I got my wedding suit measured. They were like... Guy measure me, he's like, <laughs> Where's the rest of you? What the Stand fuck? up. <laughs> What's your inside thigh? Oh, 20. You're in like my thigh around is the same as my leg wrong. Fuck off. Mm-hmm. Swear. That's mad. Yeah, it's fucking weird, isn't it? That's full Jeanette Cranky from the waist down. Exactly. Like, I, I said, like, I don't know what the term you can use nowadays, but see, like, I don't know if you can use the phrase, but Snow White uh, lived with seven of them, we'll say, right? right and, right. uh, but if you put my dimensions on a computer screen and like clicked it and just extended it, I'm the same dimensions as one of Snow White's housemates. You know, just right. if you compare. <laughs> so, but with a smart head. You know, so that's kind of a semi hands on. Where it. do you shop then? Where do just I shop? Normal for, places? Is it? No, I have to go. Like, well, it's the thing because every, every top I wear is a belly top too because right. I get a balance off short legs, long upper body. So I'm just walking around with, with like a fat belly out and he's like, like my fucking, <laughs> I had to like to turn ups before turn ups were in fashion. Fuck you know, it's not a, not a good look to be me like. But then uh, this did Santa bring this the Arsenal Santa jacket? Santa brought me the Arsenal jacket. It's yeah. very fresh. It is. It's nice actually because again, I didn't know it fit me, but it does. It fits me rightly. It's perfect squeeze. No, it's nice. It's nice. And it's, and it's nice. And like Santa was good to me because the last few years, I've got fuck all. I think since I've had mm. kids, I've been like, oh, no one cares about me anymore. Aye, that's it. Nobody but does. As soon as you have kids, that's it. Game over. But I got a drill this year. Oh. You got a nice, drill? A drill, a cordless drill, and thought that's the best present I've got. Full dad present now, isn't it? Yeah, but I mean, it's I great because like the drill I had. This is the thing. Catherine again uh, is a shit shopper. Like she saw a drill in Lidl and bought it for me. She's like, "Oh, this drill in Lidl was fifteen quid." I'm like, "Yeah, because shit." <laughs> you know, because she's bought it for me, I feel like I have to use it. And yeah, like yeah. I was trying to drill, believe it or not, a hole in the wall, and it just started smoking. And it's like, "Fuck what the fuck, like, this drill's <laughs> fucked." So I got a new drill, thankfully, because. The drill didn't do what it needed to do. You know what I mean? Like the only thing you could probably do is like put a fucking dildo in the end of it and spin mm-hmm. it. Like that's about the all that drill be useful for actual <laughs> drilling in walls. Usually, what I find is when you try and buy a drill that's also a screwdriver, mm-hmm. it's going to be either a shit drill or a shit screwdriver. Joe, so you have yeah. to either buy an actual drill yeah. and then an actual screwdriver. Was this an actual yeah. drill? This is an actual drill, but it had the screwdriver bit in it. In it. I see. So, but the good thing is, what we got mugged came in a big like briefcase a big green mm. and I was like fuck I'm getting the works here opened it up and it just had space for like <laughs> drill bits so all it had was a screwdriver top and a charging battery so I had to go on Amazon and buy the fucking all the drill bit pieces but I'm ready to go you yeah. know I'm ready to, I'm ready to get going because 
like must have probably fuck probably six months ago I bought these um things to drill into like we hooks to drill into the wall but there mm. were things to like put like exercise bands in so I could work out in my garage but I just couldn't drill it with that shit drill so I just have really? not worked out in six months and now I'm like, I need, chance, to, yeah. I need to get in get my super drill out and <coughs> start exercising again like. class uh, this might sound like a slag but mm-hmm. I seen up the half time last night and Arsenal were losing 1-0 yes how did it finish 3-1 to Arsenal yeah fuck off yeah, no 3-1. I thought they might have lost a bit of momentum from the World Cup, but they're, they're no, continuing they on with the left off. Because they played well, and now the penalty was a soft penalty. West Ham caught, I thought. It was mm. a wee bit, you know. And then they caught the goals. Some of the goals in the second half were great. Who scored? Um, who equalised? Yeah, Saka. Odegaard had, had scuffed the shot, and it just was the perfect pass in the end. Saka equalised. Martinelli scored. And Enkedia scored. Enkedia's goal was brilliant. Nice. I think it was a brilliant, because obviously with him... Everyone's like, oh, he's nowhere near as good as mm. Jesus. Now he's injured, we're fucked. But he, he spun, it was like nice passing movement. We spin and just finish in the bottom corner. Lovely jubbly. Arsenal have so many great players at the minute, don't they? Yeah, it's it's one of those fresh team where, too. Yeah, like but everyone's like, Arsenal are going to fall away. But they keep winning. And it's you like, never know, yeah. But as an Arsenal fan, you know it can all just fucking, it's a house of cards, it could crumble any minute. Yeah. So you, don't, you just want to enjoy a game at a time and not get too excited. And then you see Sally Baz not signed a contract. Saka's not signed a contract and you go hell in the but Man City fuck's mm. sake but let's just hope how long Saka got left? I think he's got a year just but really? yeah but I think he, he's, supposed out soon. You know, he's supposed to love it there and would you take the ox back? no no no. I just I don't th- I think I think he's one of these guys who's won more than his talent deserves I, I feel like he, he did have talent but I think so long being out, he's never been able to yeah. build up the momentum of just playing games and having then, that experience. Like you look at him, you would go, when was the prime of his career? Probably mm. at Arsenal. He won an FA Cup or two, then went to Liverpool, won the Champions League, won the league. Mm. So when he retires and looks back on it, he'd be like, that's a sweet career. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But again, for Liverpool, it's like, when you look at Origi, you'd probably go, oh, he was not, didn't live up to the hype. But then He's won fucking everything. He's, like, he's won everything at <laughs> Liverpool and he's probably... Scored in the final. But he's probably going to be looked at as a Liverpool legend. Oh, he is, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even the, the goal he scored against Everton for mm. Van Dijk hashed the volley off the bar. And, <laughs> you know, it was like... But then he scored the goals in the final and he scored... He, didn't he score another? What was the other important goal he scored? Uh, There's been a few. Uh, fucking Barcelona? Yeah. He scored the, oh, the, the winning goal. Yeah, yeah, scored, yeah, exactly. So the guy... That was amazing. The guy's legend. Like, how yeah. that even happened, that's still... Like, Liverpool mu- like must be the most up and down team to support like from mm-hmm. being in the doldrums like Istanbul that'll never be beaten no matter never, what you say ever. never I I have I went through a period of about two years of recording like big matches mm-hmm. like our reactions to them and yeah. there's a couple of YouTube videos of us and they've done really well I've got like half a million views yeah. on some of them but they're like the Dortmund game where Lovren scored in the 93rd yeah. 94th minute there's the Barcelona comeback mm-hmm. I started like yeah. we, I think we scored like one goal and I was like here I'm fucking setting this up to press record here because yeah. We're so passionate and so fucking just yeah. loving every goal that goes in. And I thought it'd be good to kind of watch back. And just those memories, even for just me and my kids, you know, celebrating yeah. together and stuff. And it'd be nice to sort of watch those back in years to come. And then there was the the finals and stuff that we were in. I set all those up yeah. and filmed all them too. And they're just, they're they're great to look back on. But the amount of times, like I, I've never known a club to score like last minute winners yeah. and have thrilling comebacks and scoring like deep 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 yeah. in injury time and Allison's goal you know oh, yeah. like that well, did so many circumstances he's nearly won did he lose in the final of that Champions League that he got used to 
Um, he scored in the league, didn't yeah. he? But was that did you win the Champions League the next year, or was that the year before? That was the year. I was during lockdown. He scored. Yeah, you didn't win the Champions League after that. You won it before. Before, before that, yeah. Yeah, because I, I thought it was going to be like if that's how you won the Champions League with him. I know, I know. Braun would have been yeah, but unreal, wouldn't it? Like, but no, yeah. I, I couldn't. You couldn't record me during a football game. Like, I get cancelled. Too intense. At least fucking yeah. head. Like, you call people names. Call people names to say hurtful things that I regret. You know, I bite my nails an awful lot. I get fucking. Do you? I get so str- like Arsenal were on last night, and I and I don't bite my nails other than when they play. I've no nails left today. It's just <laughs> stressful. You know what I mean? And, and like, Catherine doesn't understand like how intense the football can get, like, and how mm-hmm. annoyed. And it's nice now because I think it's kind of tied into me being a bit more positive in life. Right. That um, it coincides with Arsenal. Yeah, because when Arsenal are playing well, well, it's like life's just easier. Mm. So when they lose, and it's always the manner in which Arsenal lose, like just shit. Just mm. they, they have no heart, and they're all and, and like see now looking back, there were six VAR mistakes that they said would be overturned. Odegaard's goal against Man United, they said it was a VAR mistake, and that's the only game they've lost. Fucking hell, bastards. Yeah, do you think, do you, do you ever look at football as a whole and look at you as an Arsenal supporter and just question everything? Because Diona made me yeah. question things a few years ago and football hasn't been the same for me since. So I want to sort of put the question out to yeah. you and go, do you ever get to the point where you're just like, doesn't matter, doesn't, say if Arsenal lose, don't, Arsenal Sometimes, don't give a fuck about me, what am I, what am I doing here? Am I wasting my time? But also, it's just something that can't be explained, it's like wrestling. When you know people are like, why do you like wrestling? I'm like, it's like watching EastEnders. You know it's a soap. Mm. It's scripted, but it's fun to watch. Mm. You know, it's like a movie. You know, like we watched Die Hard for the first time there over Christmas. Great. Still never seen it. No, but it's just, just there. You know, that's mm. when we watched it. Christmas. First time. Yeah, but I loved it. <laughs> and it was like, this is nonsensical, but it's fun. I think people try to overanalyze everything. And it's always, mm. they always want the reason. But why? Sometimes it just happens. You know mm. what I mean? Like, sometimes, you know, and I think with football, like my first football memory, I went to see Arsenal at Highbury whenever they played Man City when Man City were dirt and beaten 3 1. Lee Dixon scored, it was 96, so I'd have been 10. And my dad says to me, like, one of the best moments of his whole life was seeing my face, seeing the pitch all lit up in the floodlights mm. the first time. Of course, he was like, yeah. That's nothing one of like my, it. Like, yeah. he just loved it. Yeah. And like, I brought Holly to see a Northern Ireland women's game. And she, I was like, fuck, she's going to not like us at all. But see, seeing her face, seeing the stadium all lit up, she's like, whoa. Really? It's a cool thing. And yeah. there's something just about, like, football connection here. Like, it was always something I would have sat and watched with my dad. Any Arsenal match, we'd have sat and watched it together. But it's just been a bonding thing for me and him. And that's it, yeah, And yeah. it just, it brings you joy. Like, and there's mm. no, f- like, even, like, I didn't really, I, I thought the World Cup was a fucking sham. I thought going to Qatar, it's dirty money, it's all, f- like, f- the World Cup should be in the summer. You know, yeah, yeah. and I was like, nah, I don't care. And I would catch the old game here and there. And I did kind of find myself just through times and when it was on watching a lot of the Argentina games. Like the first game I watched and went, I'm gonna watch watch as much as I can was when they got beat by Saudi Arabia. Mm. That was cracking. Their first game, wasn't it? Yeah. But then it went on that final, fuck me. I that was I managed, amazing. Oh, but I managed to get you know it's like with the kids. And I managed to get <laughs> Matilda down for a nap and she's been a nightmare, wouldn't nap during the day. Catherine wasn't well. I was like, I fucking get to see this. She napped and Holly just went and played in the room. And I was like, fucking love amazing. it. I could have sat nearly watched the whole game in peace. Like Matilda had woken up by the end. But it was just like that. Where else do you get that drama? Like, no, it's, no. you don't get it. Did you not feel as well watching it that you were watching history? Yeah. Like, see, when, um, what do you call the Villa keeper when he did the whole oh, thing? Martin, Martin is, and yeah. then when Messi got the whole 
the the jacket yeah. and stuff Blush on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The sexy on summer gear. That, that was a weird thing. Like it was I, brilliant. I, again, like this morning, I woke up early and I was watching a video about Mart- Martinez, the goalkeeper, about how he was with Arsenal for ten years and he was out and loaned to Sheffield Wednesday and all these teams. And it was like he got called up. Like he was at the Russia World Cup to support Argentina. So there's like photos of him in the stands, in the stands. as a fan. You know, so then to go on and win it, that's that's yeah. fucking amazing. Yeah. But like when he won the Copa America, he won the best goalkeeper award, and he's going with that as well. So it just must be his <laughs> his thing. Like, but there's it's a brilliant. but there's a picture of him doing it, and then it's yeah. like you see one of the sheiks looking at him. Like, <laughs> but I mean, you know what? Like people are saying, oh, he's a shithead and all, but you sometimes have to be. I think you sometimes, need those characters in football. That's it. Sometimes football to me has become a lot more clinical in the last. It's all like it's like a business. It's not the same yeah. kind of. It's very safe. It's I, very I PC. Love, I love shits like yeah, like the Canio. Oh yeah. Do you know what I mean you don't he, get players like the Canio anymore? No. Although there was a a video I seen the other day of a Wolves under nineteen player. Oh shit! The what a dirty bastard! Did you see that? I was fucking stinking. Fucking stud straight in above yeah, the knee. Like that. That was horrendous. Like and brutal. But yeah, it's like who who like King? I hated Roy King mm. growing up. I was like, he's one cunt. But he was a fucking animal. But brilliant player. Yeah, but again, yeah. you want and I think Arsenal haven't had many of those. Like you love players that are you get in your face and like be a mm. proper like a shit. When Miss Roy missed that penalty, yeah, Keown, Keown everyone was up screaming that. in his face. That's what you need. That's what makes headlines. You know what? Like, see if you're in the World Cup final and you have a wee fella coming up to try and score a penalty, you do what you can to put him yeah, off. Fuck yeah, him. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, yeah. and if he, he did. Yeah, Twice like, was it? He, he, Three he, times? He went up and he got he threw the, the ball away and all, didn't he? Face and then yeah. he threw two manis <laughs> the ball away on him. But it's like, what do you want? To just stand yeah. there and be timid? Yeah. Now you get in their heads and then they miss the penalties. So do you not feel like at times watching those te- kinds of teams, and this is going to sound maybe racist, but that some of them are like win by any means fucking necessary. Yeah. Like any means. See if because, you have the cheats, see the Suarez yeah. and... All those like South American but, teams yeah. who are, who have grew up in extreme poverty. Yeah, they just I don't give a fuck. See if you have to boot somebody's granny in the dick, yeah. you're you're winning this that's, match. I I think that's fair. Like, Do you, you think so? Mean? Like you look at Suarez when he did the handball against Ghana, got sent mm. off. You're like, oh, dirty bastard! They missed the penalty, and your guy went through. Yeah, yeah. So you go, who cares? Yeah. I mean, a poor Ghana, fuck Ghana. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're 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 playing for Uruguay. You want them to go through? Absolutely. You know what I mean? And it's like. You watch like Argentina, like I remember when the Saudi Arabia game, they're like, like this Argentina team, they don't have the same bite or like, that's what you need. You know what I mean? Mm. You need need shits. Like remember when Beckham kicked, um, yeah, what's what he do you call him? He's the uh, fucking Simeone. Simeone. Yeah, and he Simeone. Like fell down. They're like, oh, yeah. like, yeah. fucking, like, he's, he's, yeah. he's being, he's being cheeky. He's bending the rules. Yeah. But he's not. Same with Rooney too. It's like uh, yeah. with England, there was a scapegoat every tournament. Then yeah. Saka, well, obviously in the Euros, you know, but mm. um, yeah, big fair and square this one. No complaints. Yeah, Everyone thought they were going to win it, and I suppose they had a really good opportunity to win it, but you France are just too good. France are a great team, but France also, they, well, I think they're certain to win the next World Cup. Like, you Jake's look at up? all the young players they have. The likes of too many that'll be four years many, older and Camavinga, more experienced. Like, yeah. these guys, Mbappe will be yeah. in his prime. Mbappe's already sick. Mm. Like, you look at, like, France's top ever goal scorer is Giroud, who's probably, you'd say, you give him, a, I'd say, he's a B player. You know what I mean? He's like, I think he'll go down as a full oh, legend. He'll like, go down as a legend, but as a, like, he would never be the first name on a team sheet. Mm. And like, if you look back on him, like he's built himself a, a he's got the YouTube career. Like, yeah, yeah. You, see if you look goals, at his best goals, oh flicks and bicycle kicks, and see even the ah, goal. Amazing. Like my favorite ever Arsenal goal in terms of just a good goal 
was the goal Wilshire scored against Norwich. Uh, just passed back. Best and goal even, I've ever seen. But it's just that that's total football right there. And it's it was banger. even Giroud's back and forward. And, mm. and like, but Giroud, he would have been a bit like I suppose Nunes now. You know, he would have he would have wasted a lot of chances. Mm. And whenever you're like looking, go fuck just. But then he scored that goal against Crystal Palace, the scorpion kick. You know, uh, amazing. But didn't he almost score one the World Cup? Yeah. That was a lovely as I, I, I remember I, I, screaming at that. I loved him until he moved to Chelsea and I went, you bastard. I know, I know. But then he went there and I won know. the Europa League and the Champions League, so you can't. Yeah. She's won it all. Everything near enough, bar the Euros. You know, which is <laughs> mental for yeah. France's top goal scorer ever. And you think of some of the players they've had. Henri, fucking Zidane. See, Who's uh, your top scorer? Sure, really. See Andy Robertson last night? Broke the record, the record? most assists yeah, I would ever. Not, I would never have thought that. Never. When that, we signed him from Hull, I was yeah. like... This guy? Come on, yeah. seven million from Hull? Is this where where we are? Yeah. Fucking somebody seen something in him that day. But then I I would I would have bet someone went who's got more assists, Robertson or I know. Trent? I'd have said Trent all or day. Fucking Joe, what do you call him? Cole, Ashley Cole. Ashley or? Cole, yeah. But Robertson and he's a he's a shit too. Like he's got it in him, which is you need a wee bit of that yeah. thickness. Like. See when Messi when he went down was it? Yeah. A, and fucking Robertson ran past and like yeah. shoved him in the head. I was like, yes, I, I loved, loved that. it. Loved but that it. goal that. Salah goal last night was dirt. Ah, see yeah. the pass, Trent, and no one touched. Yeah, oh, yeah. beautiful. Outside of the boot. I, lo- I lo- see Lovely. that. I almost love a, a delivery better than a finish mm. now. It's like, whoa. That was just yeah. dirt. There was a couple of times during the World Cup, I can't remember any specifics, but where the build-up was like, if that had went in, that would have been the goal of the tournament. And there was yeah. a few times I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, we are livid because you're you're on the verge of yeah. seeing a masterpiece. Yeah. And then the last kick, somebody's like, like sure he puts a wide or Neymar something. Neymar against Croatia was an absolute wonder goal. The intricate pass in Brazil did, and, and actually scored. Off, yeah. and Can't remember. Croatia, Croatia are the most stinking team. I aren't they? The, like they just yeah. they don't play good football. But then they've built kits, so you could you forget you go ah mm. oh, they are because, but they always end up in the semis or the final. Like they get yeah. far, like they're in the last final, didn't the France beat them in the final yeah, yeah, the last yeah. time? And yeah, didn't they beat England in the final of the Euros? Mm, no, Italy did, but did they, they? they they were on the way there too. Like, but then you think. Croatia have like they always have one like world class player like Modric mm. is and even now he's near 40 but it's like he's I just know. and I think your man 40 old the centre back is going to be good like he looked like a great you know he's only 20 mm. Josep Guardiola unless they've just made up and called him Josep because that sounds that's Guardiola's <laughs> name I could have just done that but yeah I'll call him Josep Guardiola anyway but yeah. he's fucking great and the keeper too he, he was he's decent like yeah yeah. Fuck, I love football. I'm delighted it's back. You know, there's <laughs> matches on. I know. And Amazon Prime are playing flat out. I'll I get know, on that's great, that. isn't it? Yeah. Two matches tonight, a match tomorrow. Yes, Leeds. Come on, the Leeds. Fucking take a point Leeds off Leeds versus City. City, yeah. United versus Forest. Forest, yeah. You know what? I'm going to try and go to the pub and watch that tonight. Hmm? I'm gonna, I don't know whether I'll be able to, but I'll go try. How, how, how's the alcohol situation been over Christmas? Have you hit it oh, hard? Have you gargled it? Yeah, flat out. Yeah, yeah I've been. Yeah. What are you into? Uh, I like I like a stout, but that's I think that's a key. Whenever we went out for our uh, comedians, do I started off in the stout, and you were the first one there. Yeah, I'm one of the last to leave. I was no, I, I did a good shift. Like, you did because I'm not a, I'm not a drinker anymore. I don't like it because again the kids are just dicks, so mm. I can't cope with them. The hangover. You know, do you feel like as well? You get to the point like when you have kids, you're like, yeah, get me out of this house for as long as fucking possible. Yeah. And I and I but I did a sneaky that night too because Tim had come. And I sort of walked him out, and then on the way back from sort of walking him to the door, I go on the toilet to take a piss. You know, we're at the back bar at Lavery's, mm-hmm. and I looked out again. I could see boys taking their shirts off, and I was like, 
this is just the sending. Like it's not the night's not gonna get any better here. Yeah, this like, the start of the decline. Yeah, and I sort of felt like the spirit not didn't drop, but it just we, we, it in, became a different kind of night. Yeah, and Lavery's just wasn't like boys at the pub. You know, it was mm. kind of like. It's getting to the point where you're either going to be totally wrote off here or you're going to go. Yeah. And then my sister texts me and be like, I'm leaving my mates here. Do you want to lift? And I was like, I should just sneak off here. Just yeah. go. And thankfully. Because you know what? Right. That's what I did. I did yeah. full Houdini. I was sitting yeah. drinking a pint and I looked around me and the lads all had their tops and yeah. all off. And I was just sitting there on my own. And I just started walking towards the door and just walked to the train yeah. station. I got the train. I didn't tell anyone I was leaving. That's, that's I just a, walked out the door. I was like, it, nobody's going to know. That's a da thing too, isn't it? You're yeah. like, you know what? I remember once a mate of mine, mate of mine's dad, Kenny, he's, he's called, and uh, we were on holiday and we went to, to Spain and we were at their family home and his, Kenny, and that's my mate, not my friend, my friend's called Chris, but his dad's called Kenny, right? And Kenny just, he taught me dad things in that holiday and I just didn't, like, I remember look, a few things going, how the fuck's he know? Like, his, Chris's younger sister was there and we would have been like 18 or 19 at the time, so she would have been about 17, 16, 17. And she was like, Dad, we're just heading down to the, get an ice cream here down the seafront. He's like, yeah, no worries, be back and whatever. And they're like, okay, no worries. And off went, the front door closes. He goes, she's going to meet a boy at the pier. And I was like, what? He goes, yeah, we know. And I was like, how do you know this? And she's like, I think we're stupid. And I'm like, well, I don't think you have as much intel as you have. Mm. And lo and behold, that's exactly it. And he just knew. But obviously, you had to just be like, look, work away. We trust you, whatever. Then we went out, and a couple of, of us went out proper holiday pints ended up back that hot tub in the house and we were out the back garden all, all the f- four fellas not gay in the <laughs> back hot tub bollock naked drinking stubbies of beer at like fucking three in the morning hell. I remember one point I was necking this beer and then we're singing Westlife because we were and I stood up and singing You Raise Me Up and I remember drinking a beer now is that Westlife eyes. You Raise Me Up is, yeah. that, is that Westlife mm-hmm yeah, well, it's actually, a, what do you call him, Brian Josh Kennedy? Oh, oh, is Brian it? Kennedy too, yes. Is it Black Brian? Lives Matter. Did he, yeah, did he, he, he did a version. Did he write that? Oh, it's not his no, song? I think Josh Groban did it. And then, right. But it was the Westlife version I was singing. And when I stood up, so I'm going, you raise me up, stood up and hit the note, opened my eyes, Kenny's at the hot tub. And I remember him <laughs> saying to me, he goes, boys, the fun's been hard. It's time to go to bed. And in that moment, I was like, the fun has been hard. Like, this yeah. isn't going to get any better. Unless we all buck, you know, there's, <laughs> there's nothing else can happen here other than drowning, passing yeah, out and drowning yeah, yeah. in the hot tub. And that, and I was like, you know what, he's right. And I remember looking at that moment, seeing the shirts come off, going, the fun's mm. been had. You know, it's wisdom, just, isn't it? It is, and then and you, it's been passed on, obviously. Yeah, but then you have to weigh things up too. Mm. Like, I'm always assessing the next day now. Like, very rarely I go out and be like, ah, fuck it. Yeah. Because then you know, yeah, I've kids all day, or yeah. you know, stuff to do, and it's just. Uh, I swear to God, right. We went out, what night was it? A Monday night? Monday, yeah. I was still hungover on Thursday. I and still it, had remnants yeah. of a hangover. I, I felt agree. like it shit. Was, it was but, it was, but it was a good night. It was a great you know, night. It was great. And yeah. you know what? I think that was a big thing that not enough that we, because again, we were talked about doing something. I'd said, let's all go for pints. But you know what it's like trying to arrange anything? Everyone's mm-hmm. just, so it got to the point where like, right, we'll just fucking do it on Monday. We'll meet wherever. We'll go wherever. Whoever can come, come. Let's just do it. And it was great. And it was like, because normally in previous years we'd have done a gig, maybe gone to Lavery's, had pints. It's nice to just take a step away from the gig from side work. and yeah. just have yeah. mates. Because I mean, yeah. a lot of us are mates, and I think we need to see each other more yeah. in the social capacity without having like. Because there are some cloak and dagger things too with comedy. You're like, oh well, what if they get this? I was like, nah, just fucking leave that aside. Let's just mm. go have pints. Just as you We're said that, friends. I thought cloak and dagger would be a great name for Paddy McDonald's next podcast. If he meets someone who has a nickname called Cloak. 
Cloak and Dagger is figured in <laughs> Maybe William Thompson could wear a cloak every mm. week. They could change their name. I, all I thought was Paddy with a cloak on and nothing else. <laughs> the <laughs> dick out. His dick out, yeah. Maybe the dick. He could be the cloak and the dagger could be the... <laughs> Man. That's a late night Patreon, isn't it? Yeah. Stefan. <laughs> Cloak and Dagger, that's a show name for him. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, his last show is called Story, so I think he's running mm-hmm. out of names. So I think the next one's yeah. just got to be... Under the Tools. Was yeah. it Under the Tools 3 or something? Under the Tools Stories, and then the next one be Patty on stage talking about stuff. You know, so just get Cloak and Dagger on, put a jacket over him, get his wab out. Yeah, a few card tricks. Yeah. That's the way to do it, isn't it? A big wand. Fuck, I don't know if it's a big wand, like, but it's well, magic anyway. Yeah. Definitely potent. <laughs> <coughs> uh, when you were when you were talking about wrestling there, yeah, straight away what popped into in my head uh, was I seen a video on Instagram about two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and it was one of the best videos I've ever seen in my life, right? And I'm, I guarantee you've uh-huh. seen this clip. Someone was standing like this here with uh-huh. somebody lying on the ground, yeah, and then it went pitch black, and the Undertaker music came on. Yeah, five seconds later the light came on, the fellow was all, and the Undertaker sat yeah. up, but it wasn't him that was yeah. there on the ground the first time have you seen it yes CM Punk fucking was it but well, he was once celebrating it might have been oh I thought you were going to tell me something else brilliant. I need to show you I'm, I'm going to show you this on the podcast just to watch it I Go swear it. I'd only ever seen this the first time like this week and I actually showed Catherine I said listen I know you Is don't this an like old wrestling clip? Um, it's, it's no it's like a podcast clip Right. But it's Hulk Hogan talking about something, and honest to God, did he say the N word? No, not this time. He, he took a day, like he, he took a day off, but it was just the the way he told the story. I swear, like the tears were on down my face. Did you buy that fizzy juice over Christmas with the N word in it? No, it's a racial slur. <laughs> no, I no? just did regular slur. Regular yeah. slur. Yes, yeah, just I of course white slur. But let me see if I can find this because oh, let me look it up. I've been sent the link. And I can never find it. And let's talk about something else while I do because it's, <laughs> it, it, it'll be it'll make for shit content here. Okay. Um. When we started talking about football, I was instantly thinking of all the the followers and all the people who would listen to this would instantly just be like, you know, when uh, take me out. Yeah. When you're like, bing, 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 this bing, is bing, my bing. podcast, yeah. and we're going to talk about football, and they're all the boo boo boo, all the lights go off, and that was instantly what I thought of when we were started talking about football. But at the same time. We don't talk about football enough. No. And I mean, and I found a video. Right, hold on. Let me stick it up here. Yeah. Was my wife accuse me of having an affair with Brutus the Barber Beefcake? It's a crazy <laughs> story. It was right after Brutus's parasailing accident, and Brutus had to sleep in a chair straight up with his head packed in ice. And Brutus had this really good looking girlfriend. And uh, I guess while everybody was sleeping, Brutus called her over, and all of a sudden, my ex wife's grandmother came downstairs and she saw this blonde head going up and down on Brutus's lap. This blonde head was given. Uh, Brutus oral sex. And the next morning when I came down for breakfast, Linda's whole family was mad at me. I couldn't figure it out. And the grandmother Nini goes, I saw you giving Brutus oral sex. I thought it was my uh, blonde head, but it was really uh, Brutus the Barber Beefcake's girlfriend. So that, without a doubt, is the worst that I've ever heard about myself. My ex-wife. Yeah, that's amazing. So, yeah. Hogan just being gay is just another blonde big blonde hair sucking Brutus's dick off I think that needs oh, you need to see the back of the head shot of both of them to oh, sort of yeah. because that's that's a stupid mistake to make yeah <laughs> that like who who makes that mistake an old lady that thinks 
hey, brother, <laughs> what are you going to do when the Hulkamania goes down on you, dude? He just rips his face yeah. off. No, no, no. Starts gobbling. <laughs> you still watch wrestling then? I, I do sometimes, you know. I What's it on these days? It used to be on Sky 1, YouTube remember? YouTube kind of is just where I would watch YouTube? clips now, but right. like, I wouldn't be like, Watching it every week, I would just see stuff through social media. Really, pay per views though. Would you buy a pay per view? I maybe watch WrestleMania. Because okay. again, I think, like you said there about football, sometimes you go, you know what, I, I could be doing other stuff. Hmm. But I'm watching wrestling right now. That's it. Because when you have kids $2, and stuff too, weird, you have to prioritize, you know? don't you? You really yeah. do. Whereas my mostly, anytime I watch football now, it's nine times out of ten just a Liverpool match, yeah. or I have the odd match on in the background. You would have been obsessed. Like, you would have watched any game. I, I loved it, like, I loved it. Yeah. I think Diona, now, not to put the blame on her, but she did her. mostly ruin it for me years yeah. ago when she was like, why are you wearing the football top? That's, that's so childish. Mm -hmm. And I was like, but it's my team. And she goes, but nobody can see you. But does she see, like, Beyonce's makeup or something and buy that? I know. You know what I mean? Exactly, so David. Exactly. You just gotta, you know. Yeah, yeah. You, you should say to her, oh, sorry. Put what? the cat amongst the pigeons. Yeah, who, what, who's that you're wearing? Coco yeah. Chanel? Yeah. Are you Ivy Coco Park? Chanel? Nah, who the fuck even is Ivy Park? You're fucking Lurgan Park. Sounds like some up. Korean bitch. Fucker. <laughs> 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 yeah. I know, I should have turned it back on her, shouldn't yeah. I? Yeah. Never thought of that. No. I just I just sat there crying. Yeah. <laughs> then like I say to Catherine, well who's pre mark? Like what the fuck are you? <laughs> thing. Okay. Where's postmark? What's yeah, he look like? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think she kinda of, but again what I would get shit about from her would be whenever I'm in a fucking mood after a game. I'd be mm. like I'm fucking wasteful bastard. Mm. Tell no not fight. as much anymore. I'm just no. the, the game's over. Like we got beat by City the other day, three two. Yeah. Straight after the game, turned it off, couldn't care less. That was bullshit too. Carabao Cup, I know, I know, but, I know. But why I are you know. playing so soon after World Cup? It was weird. I, know, I was like, I what know. are you doing? Have a break. I know. Fuck me. And why come back with a cup match first? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I it's like your wife's been away for six months and she comes back and goes, hmm. Yeah. Um, Do you know what I mean? It's like, are you hand? serious? Yeah. It's been six months. I know. Let's run goblins. Get on. Do, do the Hogan. <laughs> yeah, do the works. But, nah, it was, it was weird. And the league, at least that was a good, good Liverpool match the other night. Who's mm. the, who were playing? Last night. La well, no, it was two nights ago, wasn't it? Or no, was it last, last night, night? Before the Arsenal match. Fucking right, yeah. Yeah, Liverpool. I've just liked, you know, from the shit memory and I Aston can't remember. Villa. Aston Villa. That's who it was. Yeah, yeah. Here, yeah, that was a good game. fucking the Aston Villa striker, what do you call him? Who scores against us every single time we play? He's great. Ollie Watkins. Ollie Watkins. Yeah. Is he English? He is, I. Where, like, where's he? Why is he nowhere near the England I team? I don't know. Sure, Ivan Tony wasn't until he's fucking doing all the bets of the day. Aye. I I think Ivan Tony's great. Did anything ever come with that? Well, I mean, he's been charged with like two hundred and sixty five. Why is he playing? Because he scored yesterday, I don't know, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, but uh, I I think it must have been on like lower league games or something, or mm. you know foreign league games, or you know things well, that don't think directly impacted what he was doing. But I still don't think you're allowed to bet. Now, this might sound I've known uh, <laughs> I've known some fellas who play Irish league football. And like you would hear the old rumor being like, "Oh, so team are putting out a fucking B team today. Stick your house on it." I know there's a bit of that going on, but I know they don't bet directly themselves, mm. you know. But I miss that. That's one thing I do miss about work. See, whenever you were working with guys, you'd know, be like, "Oh, here, it's like so and so say, like fucking Glenavon. They've all, all the Glenavon boys have flew, so it's going to be their youth team today. So stick all your money on fucking Balmain or whatever. You know, mm. that's the insider knowledge I miss now. <laughs> you know, because then Just I don't get it anymore. Because I, I remember I." I actually have not bet in a long time because my house is up to remortgage this year, so I don't want them to hand over my bank statements and go, yeah. oh, you're a gambler? I'm like, oh, well, I mean, I put in I 
put a pound on every week and accumulator uh, like fucking but, you know, Dave three six five exactly. So I mean, I don't want to, but I, I, I would normally would have stuck twenty quid in the account like the start of the World Cup and just mm. pound at a time. But I didn't even bother this time, just through the the mortgage. But that's what I liked. I mean, I've earned. I had Irish leagues earned me some decent coin over the years now. Really? Yeah, just from right. insider tips and things, you know, mm, from your old work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of guys were into it, like. Again, never against their own teams or anything like that, but it's just other words in the street, you know. So-and-so's got hepatitis hmm. in his dick, so he can't <laughs> play nets today. So and I don't have a subkeeper, so they're playing hmm. in Decky O'Hara from fucking from screw fix. <laughs> and that's today, just, you know, so we things like that. In this, I've seen a, a thing recently as well of a fella who's, who bumped into somebody at the airport, and it was like a... There's one of them, was it like a United player from maybe five years ago who mm-hmm. started to climb the ranks and then didn't, uh, nothing happened to him. And he goes, what, what's, what are you up, mate? And he goes, I'm off to sign for fucking LA Galaxy. Yeah. And he goes, right, right, right. He pulled out his fucking thing and bet that he would sign for LA yeah. Galaxy. Mm-hmm. The next day he signed for them, the fellow won like 20 grand. Yeah. <laughs> so I did it, isn't it? Yes, that's fucking, I tell you, <coughs> my favourite footballing story, which again, I don't know <coughs> if you could have bet on this, it was just classic. Um, I was in Newcastle years ago when mates and I were at uni. Pontine, mate? I put a in you. I, I fought with Gaza in you. With Jeff? Mike Grove? It, it was in fucking PJ and Duncan. <laughs> Good night, mate. Um, and we were out and we were blitzed and we ended up in a, in a lap dancing club and it was just a nice time but we all, you know when you're a student you can't really afford out another and just having pints and looking at the old ditty going around the pool. <laughs> um, so we were there and there was obviously the, the next, like the private dance section, VIP section and we were all hammered. And then out of this booth with these two fucking mega babes come Celestine Babiaro and Albert Luque. So they came down together with their arms and we were we were blocking oh Babiaro and Luque and we're like, and to be fair to them, Babiaro came over and fucking throwing out the high fives, having the crack of glass. Nice. What a legend on he goes. Fish fingers. Then, I mean I think close enough to get out of whiff, but mm. his dick smelled the scampy fries. But the next day, we got up in the morning, you know, you're dying, and we went round to, like, a local bakery, we all got fucking, like, pasties, and went back in the flat, all this lying on the sofa, uh, Sky Sports News, just on the background, see the yellow bit along the bottom, and it was a Saturday, so it was a team news for, a like, Newcastle team news, it was, like, along the bottom, Celestine Babiaro, Celestine Babiaro, ruled out with the groin strain, and we pissed ourselves, we are like, fucking ready, as I got made a lot of sense because it was just fucking hilarious. That's amazing. So the big man's just, uh, yeah. And then Luke was just always injured. But he, when he signed, like he was a big money signing, Luke, like mm. he was a proper. And that was just a lot of fun. How long was that? About 10 years ago? <sighs> Easy. He more, more than that? Like, yeah, because mm. like, I'm, what, 36 now? I must have been like 20, probably 16 years ago. But it was just Bobby oh, Arrow. was just a great character. Like, yeah, he seems it. Fun. I, was a, I was in Newcastle about four years ago my brother stag mm-hmm. and i felt like i had gone back in time to the 70s we yeah. went into some bar and we th- there were there was a match coming on i think it was a newcastle match and we were like right come on we'll fucking soak up the atmosphere it was like two yeah. hours before the plane and we went into some bar and we, we were debating about where to go and they were all here there's fucking strippers in this one come on we'll go yeah. in here so we went into some bar and i was just sitting there and i was like i was so embarrassed and so yeah. i was like i don't want to be here and then a DJ came on, but it was like a fella in like his 60s. Yeah. And then this girl came out and started like stripping and dancing and yeah. stuff. But it was like way at the back of the room. And it was in that place where, was it the England team during Euro 96? Mm-hmm. Remember that whole celebration where yeah. McManaman squirted the yeah. thing in Gaza? Yeah. But that all came chair. to some dentist chair. Mm-hmm. It was in that bar. 
<clears throat> but it was like the olden days and this girl was stripping and this guy was playing like maybe it was fucking till I come or whatever do you know <laughs> <laughs> and then but he kept putting the music down he was all alright love come on we've fucking seen we haven't seen enough here get the fucking tits out yeah. but really crude and really yeah. like she was a piece of shit yeah. and he was almost like slagging her off and oh, he goes sure. don't just fucking give us one love give us the fucking two of them come on you fucking daft slag and we were all <laughs> my brothers thought nothing of it and <laughs> my, my younger brother and all their mates and it got to a point where it, it was like real just like lads 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 yeah. paints 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 and they were doing like do the boxing machine yeah. and all and stripper yeah. up the back and the yeah. Newcastle match on yeah. and I, I just went to Greg's and just fucking phoned the owner and just had a wee sausage yeah. roll to myself I was like this is this is not me and Bernard Manning comes in and does the 20 <laughs> and <it's> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that's the thing because I remember like we were Magaluf and it was something like there was just like old school MCs there was this guy and he was like he was young enough, but he was like, he was short, like in between the songs. So he'd play like the songs. And I don't even think he was a DJ. I think he was just uh, like the MC. So it's like, I used to be like, he looked like, you know, your man Turgo, sort of like, this is England. He yeah. looked like him growing up. And he was like, <laughs> and like the DJ was playing like, again, pretty green eyes. So he would be like, just stop the music and be like, get your fucking rat out, rat out. Rattle, and then oh, just cut back the music and be like, "Pretty green eyes," <laughs> like singing really nice, but then just fucking saying these horrible things. Shows your quim. Oh, and it was just the fun. You just back and go. This is a weird environment. But those old school like fucking shows a bit of tit. You fucking get your ass out. Yeah. this was four years ago. Yeah. I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, "What century are we in?" Never mind oh, what fucking year. It is sounds it? like a sketch out of Benidorm or something. Yeah. It's so it was horrific. Wild. I'd been to one oh. other strip club before. Yeah. And I, I never, ever, ever, like, I, I, I hate yeah. them. I see the point. I see why people yeah. would go. I see why girls would want to work there. Yeah. But I I just take nothing to do with it. And there was one other time I was there, and it was for a stag day about 15 yeah. years ago for my cousin. And I remember it was, like, you, it was in Liverpool. And when you pay in or whatever, you get a free dance. Yeah, guys, I get your fucking sits out, please. Show us your ass. <laughs> and we were, we were in there, right? And I was just sitting there, and I was like, I, I didn't even want to look up because I was so embarrassed to yeah. be there. But my other cousin, who was probably 10 years older than me, was fucking loving it. Yeah. And he, <laughs> as far as I knew, he was a full virgin, like, you know, yeah. when we were going over there. And uh, it was like, I think he had no experience with women. I'd Shadow never seen him with a girlfriend. <laughs> he was fucking, he was loving it. And I remember the song Simply the Best came on. Yeah. And I, I've never thought of that song or heard it mm -hmm. without thinking of my cousin. And he had his hands behind his head and he was getting a private dance and he was like us yeah. here and he was just mouthing the words of the song while this girl was dancing on him and he was like simply simply the breast. Oh man, fuck it's a different environment. Like, I wanted what? to die. Oh like the last lap dance that I had was on my stag. I didn't want it. You know, like I'd been on stag days. Why before. would you? Especially but, in like, a group see, of friends. But, but and whenever stuff. you're getting married too, like I don't want to do I remember like they try to like get you to touch them all and grab you and grab your hands, but like put your hands here. I remember I was like doing it like I had something wrong with me. I was like, no, no. And she was like, so I remember at one point like she just set her boobs on my hands, like, like we hooves, like wait. And I was like, no. And she just, and then it was like hit me in the face. And one of my mates were like, ah, it's fucking good crack. And I was like, no, I don't like this. Can I go? Like, whereas if I've been before, you know, I'm single and all, but like, well, this is fun here. You know, you're all going, you know, you're, was that time? I was like, no, leave me alone. Get your large Portuguese ditties away from me, would you? For fuck's sake. You know, but it's a, it's a strange environment. Like, and mm. oh, people are different. Like, I remember when I was in, I went to one of Magaluf when I was 18, and we were in this, and we we're sitting, but it was so funny because 
been a couple of things before where I've got I've gone to me. I'm not here for the sexual stuff. I'm here for the, what's going to be fun for me. Mm. So, for example, we were in this one and, and we were getting a, a dance and my mate was right opposite me. And then I remember the boy saying, don't move your hands. But I, we were just sitting like this and I was just staring <laughs> him out, like not looking at what was going on. I got kicked out. But then the same mate we went to was another stag day in, in Amsterdam. And we, we were like, we'll go to the red light district just to see what it's about. So there's like a peep show bar. Mm. And I got in my head, I'm like, I'm going to do something fun here. So I was like, whatever way it works, there's like a wee peep show. And it's so seedy and horrible. But like, it just opens, just a woman, just in a wee thing, spinning around, and like with her ditties out. And you're like, that's it. But I said to myself, as soon as I go in here, when the wee peep show, I'm just going to find my mate and just stare him out the whole time. <laughs> so the thing came down and he was directly in front of me and I just stared at him like this. And like, I could see him like looking, you know, at the girl and then you, you see him like kind of like looking up at me and the whole time I just stared him out and he's like, I had to leave. I don't know what you were doing, but it was, it was fucking weird. I was like, that was all I went there for. A bit of fun. Didn't, couldn't tell you what the girl was doing or whatever because I was just staring at him. Just staring was, at your mate. It was so fun. But they, I think, was he I think probably, you know, but I, I know another guy who I went to school with who's not, not really, we're not friends. But um, this story's so funny. He travelled America by him by himself for years, and then he met up with a mate, and they went to a strip club. And I think in America, now I've never been to a lap dancing club in America. I don't know what goes on here, but I think they're a bit more like hands on, so to speak. Right. So he said he went in this place, paid money to like watch a, a strip show or something, and thought it was like a wank booth he was in, and he just went in, and started getting wool of the lanyard out, and started going to work. And the girl was like, "No, no, no, st- st- put that away, stop that." And he was like, "Oh fuck, scundered." He thought it was like double-sided glass and you just went in. No way. And then he said he'd believe you got thrown out and he was like, oh no, I've done a sex crime there. Shit. Splashed all over the glass. Yeah, like, let me finish. <laughs> but yeah, guys are gross like that now. Are there strip clubs here? No. The Definitely not. They won't have it. But there are brothels. There, there are, are brothels, I've heard. Yeah, there's a few kind Lisbon of... Road direction. What do you call those? Like oh. like a spa as well? Is there not a few of those? Yes. I think there's a... Well, there was obviously the, the, the pipe works for a while beside the Kremlin. Which Literally. Was, yeah, I think you go in there and you do get some work on right, your actual okay. pipe. But then I think someone was, I don't want to say bucked to death in the pipe works, mm. but died in the pipe works. Really? And that, that's bad for business. I think what it was was yeah. just high blood pressure and hot sauna. Mm. Then apparently I heard like there's big sex wings and all in there and you had like dark rooms. So you just go in and just figure your way around. You'd be like, where's all your handle there to hold on to? And then it goes. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I've never been. Mm. But... You know, so far, but again, my eyes were open to like bathhouses and stuff, and that Dahmer TV show on Netflix. You know, you would go to the bathhouse and just, yeah. just loads of naked dudes. And I mean, I love a spa and I love a sauna, but I don't like. I don't think I'd you love a serial killer too, though. I do, but I wouldn't like to be wanked in a bathhouse. Like I like mm. a sauna should just be dry heat, no spunk. That's my rule. Yeah, okay, yeah. spunk free. Yeah, sauna man or a steam room man. Sauna, hundred percent, and yeah. definitely steam room. Steam. Yeah, yeah, I know. Because maybe I'm the asthma boy. I like the dry heat. Better. I am too, though. Yeah, hey, yeah. So there you go. Cause, uh, but I do like both. I wouldn't mm. say if someone said hop in the steam room, I wouldn't go, now nah, you're all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a big fan of cold water, though. Did a plunge oh, no. before. I hate it. I, did, um, I trained as a water sports instructor. <coughs> Excuse me, about... Um, like actually, or... Like sort of got... Like full say, in the bathhouse. <laughs> <laughs> I was a water sports expert. <laughs> Bukaki boy. <laughs> as the window cleaner. Paddy Bukaki. <laughs> That's funny because there's an actor called Paddy Buchanan. That's yeah. fucking pa- Paddy Buchanan. I think about Paddy McGay, yeah. Oh, were you? <laughs> yeah, that works. <laughs> I'm going to call him next time I bring him on stage subconsciously. Paddy Buchanan, everybody. Oh, Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I worked as a, as a water sports instructor and we trained over the winter so that we could mm-hmm. work in the summer. So we did a six month training course that started in September and ended in March. 
and it was people are going to think that's fucking seven months that's not yeah. six decade <laughs> but it was over like autumn and winter and there was times when we had like do you know the wee sort of crash helmets on yeah. like when we were kayaking and stuff and we had to like break the ice with our helmets going under the water and there was on a the thing head. on the head okay. and it was a <laughs> <laughs> and there was a, a kayak roll that we had to learn how uh-huh. to do that once you went underwater you did this kind of movement with your paddle and yeah. it got you back up out of the water so that you didn't have to get out and somebody would have to come and help you empty your boat and all this here shit and it was horrific it was months of just hell and we would in order to do this kayak roll and to perfect it our instructor would be like go down again and you, your head would be do you know, like when you eat too much ice cream you've yeah. head freeze and your be, actual head was getting that oh like agony like fucking agony and because i hated the cold water yeah. the most your fella just kept used, used to go to me go again and i'd have yeah. to do it like 15 times everyone else three and four and they come up and they're yeah. all ah, doing lads yeah being lads in front yeah. of other lads and i was coming up and i was all oh where is everybody but do you not feel totally rejuvenated and refreshed after being in that cold water no like all your troubles brilliant. all your anxiety just gone nah, we were sick every fucking week <sighs> no it sounds fucking around it was horrible stuff. but it was, it was great see when you actually worked it in the summer yeah and you were taking like groups out banana boating and stuff and they yeah. were all falling in the water and getting the banana boat back up you just jump in and yeah. have a wee swim and get back out and away you go again it was a really cool job yeah. when, the, when the weather was amazing but well, then when I had a young family and all too, it was like the dream was to go to like Ibiza or yeah. Tenerife or something and work as a, as yeah. a sort of water sports instructor out there, which a few of them did. But I didn't get that opportunity because obviously Fuck children ruin your entire life. Bastards, yeah. No, no. How I are the girls? Are they good? Did, did Santa okay, come? No, Santa came and they were yeah. good. Like, and I don't know, they were twats. Like, shouldn't have come. They should have got coal. But, you know, who am I to say? <laughs> they brought her, brought them good presents. Coal's too expensive. Yeah, it's cheaper to get fucking days. toys. Yeah, fuck's sake. Just give him an <coughs> economy seven heater and fuck up. You know, <laughs> old school, stick it in the spare room and yeah. shut up. But uh, no, I've yeah, I just I still want to talk about cold water before we get on to the kids, like because yeah. um, I did a podcast with Michael Conlon. He just fucking loves the cold water too mm-hmm. much, like to the point that I'm like the ice baths. Yeah, and I was like, listen, I know you're a professional. I know you're a fucking dedicated professional athlete, and you're fucking brilliant. And all, but don't be in the cold bath too. And he goes, no, try it. Just get into the shower. Like I love us, I like to treat the shower like I'm in a spa. I like it nice and warm. I like to put you brush your teeth and all in the oh, shower, I, don't you? It's do. your multi-purpose. Yeah. Like you piss However, and everything. I don't know shit. I don't piss. It's vulgar. But I, I, I'm now into like doing my flossing. I don't do my flossing in the shower. I do my right. flossing in front of the mirror, like this here. Like yeah, I do. I do, I do the dancing <laughs> and all. It's not the shower. But no, I'm really into my teeth these days because right. I, I don't want to go to the hygienist anymore. Mm-hmm. So I do that now. I still clean the teeth in the shower. But um, he said to me, "Oh, turn it cold," and I was like. Cause like I I, I'm a bit of a spoofer. I think I think people spoof about things. I think things mm. are just bullshit. For example, when people are like, "Oh, I've had too many coffees," I'm like, "Nah, caffeine doesn't seem to hit me for whatever reason." Mm. So I said the cold char, and he goes, "Oh, just get in, turn it down, the cold, and stand there for thirty seconds." And I said, "I'm going to do it because I, I I consider myself to be quite hard, you know. I think because of of an erection, not a dysfunction, the opposite. I'm just permanently <laughs> aroused, but I, I consider myself to be able to take, you know, fucking tough enough. I'll do this." I turned the shower down and I remember like instantly when it went cold, I could just feel like my breathing getting fucked up. I was like, oh fuck, am I having a... Really? And I had to just properly go... And I counted to 30 in my head. And see when I got out, I was like buzzing. Like it was mm-hmm. like whatever had happened, but just the, my whole body was like reacting. Like, And I've only ever done it once, you know, but I think I did a splash or did a plunge pull in the Galgorn. You don't think it's the same thing because then you jump in <laughs> and you come out and hop in a bubble bath again. Yeah, That's yeah, different, yeah. but... <laughs> but yeah, I definitely think there's something in it. Like, is it proven? Is it scientifically proven that it it 
benefits you like i know as yeah. you're saying like your mind and stuff and everything yeah. sort of almost like it's like well, that's what, somebody parts you on almost yeah. isn't it but that's what michael conlon said it's like he doesn't do it for any physical reason it's right. like a mental test for mm-hmm. him it's like if you can go through this you know mm-hmm. i definitely see that but i, I did get like the, the tingle i think what happens too is when you get in your body so cold it's like rushes blood to the part and then you obviously get a wee bit of a high like you know your man wim hoff who's like the ice man yeah yeah i bought his book actually because i saw Michael Conlon in an ice bath and he was talking with Wim Hof and I was like, I ah, he, like the, he went to some retreat yeah. or some of them, didn't he? And I thought, I'd like to read about that because obviously, mm-hmm. again, I think sea swimmers are spoofers and they don't really, they just run in and go, ah, dip their fanny and Because they have big fucking things on too, yeah. big wetsuits and all, don't exactly. they? So it's but, cheating. But I think like if you're actually in the ice bath, like I've seen like boxers do that and, mm-hmm. and there must be something to it, obviously with recovery and blood going to muscles and damaged tissues and what, but... I just want to know, know the reason behind it because your man Wim Hof, like he's been doing it for years now. He looks like a homeless guy. So you look at him and go, well, I mean, he doesn't look like the kind of guy that does his life together. He looks like the kind of guy that like does crack flat out. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, that's my book. So that's one of my like resolutions I want to do. I want to read 12 books this year. So mm-hmm. I want to read a book a month. That's one of my resolutions to read a book a month. And I've got the Iceman Wim Hof to start me off doesn't give you much time though to learn how to read you no I have, I have a couple of days but i think what i, do, I get audio books if i'm stuck True. you know and do yeah. that for long but journeys yeah exactly I like to hear this is a nice week drive could listen to podcast <laughs> it was uh it was all good i'm mean, speaking of what about yourself do you have any targets goals resolutions this year I used to, but I've I've became less competitive as I've got older. Mm-hmm. Do you know, obviously because of having kids and just uh, have a lot of other things going on, I've sort of like a finger in a lot of pies. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so and the cabin bathhouse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I do, I don't know. I, I I would obviously like to do a solo show this year, as I know we talked in, yeah. inside before, uh, in present. McGavery. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I know we did speak about yeah. doing solo shows and stuff this year, but. I hate selling myself online. Oh, mate, that's the I worst hate it. thing. And I think I hate it to the point where I refuse to put a show on yeah. because in, I think it was early December or late November, back in 63, what a very <laughs> special time for me. Yeah. I got, I, I, I contacted a few people and I was like, I'm going to organize like a tiny, tiny, tiny tour. Yeah. Like I'm talking 30 to 50 seaters yeah. and just see how I get on where there's absolutely no pressure. I'll yeah. post about them two or three times. They'll hopefully sell out. That'll be the end of it. And I'll go and do this tour. Yeah. Financially, it's not really no. that big of a deal. So, yeah. what what is the point? And I got to the point <coughs> where I was like, right, people can sell these for, or, or people can buy these for Christmas presents. Yeah. It'll be you know good fun. We'll, yeah. we'll both benefit, and then they'll sell quicker too. And I got to the point about three or four days had passed, and I was like, nah, yeah, just not going to do it. Yeah. So to see, that's it. I think you need to look at what you want to do yourself. That's yeah. all with me. It's like, what could I? Like I've been doing big shows the last couple of years, and it just stressed me out. You mm. know, and this year, see when I got Monster Hall finished this year, I was like, you know what? I'm not worried about selling this because that's all I cared about was selling it out. And it's yeah, like, yeah. the show itself should be the priority. And I think a lot of people just put on shows and consider it to be a success if it sells mm-hmm. out. And you wait a wee bit longer when the show's ready, put on a show, you know? Mm-hmm. But I, like, this year, I don't haven't really done resolutions for years. And now this year, I've gone, actually, I'm going to do it. Yeah, I'm going to set things, but they're going to be... Realistic targets. They yeah, have to be realistic. They're not, they're not work-based for a change. So like mm-hmm. the reading the 12 books, I want to do that. I think that the reason behind that is that it'll get me into bed a bit earlier and maybe get me into a bit of a better routine. I'm also a fiend for eating McDonald's breakfast. So right. I'm not going to have any McDonald's in 2023. That's my target. And no matter what it is, I love McDonald's. I'll never slight them in day. It's the greatest. I just buy for my, my ticker. Like, so I'm just going to avoid that. 
and then I'm going to try to just be and again in the past I've been like, I'm going to work out every day I think that's not feasible it's not realistic I need to do maybe at least at least two I want to have at least two weight workout sessions a week and then try and do 10,000 steps a day they're my targets sweet and I believe if I do that that'll keep me more focused on other work related stuff you know mm. what I mean so how many so, steps do you do on average per day I try to do 10 you know, to be honest, that's a lot though. Yeah, but because with like, a dog, I would walk him oh, most yeah, days. I suppose, yeah. But morning and night, or just one big one in the morning, and then like just around the block at night or something. Because he's because he's a retriever. He's like he likes to walk, but he's like he he's all the energy in the world for mm. maybe like he could run and run and run, and then just be he's done. And see, once he's done, he's like right, just take me home. So mm. you either take him for a walk, and he can go the whole way, or you take him somewhere like a field and throw a ball for him. He goes super fucked off, then he just yeah. lies down. But he's a retriever, isn't he? Yeah. Retrieves so things. But he, I just fucking love that guy. You know, Do I you? think, honest to God, I think he has, like, see, not, I don't even want to say saved my life because that's a bit fucking dramatic, but, like, there were times where, you know, the, the shower your head and, like, exercise a bit because, like, I've been, fuck, I think I've, I've been more sick the last number of months just with colds and things and I've not been able to consistently stick at a plan or, but him having to walk him has meant I've done something. So even mm. when I'm feeling like fucking lethargic and miserable, he needs walk. You do that, it just perks you up. Like when yeah. you're for a walk, it does wonders. Like. Does that not almost maybe like make you think that's a routine if nothing else? Yeah. So and if you benefit from that and you do see the point of it, would you not yeah. add more things to your routine that you yeah. can hundred percent do because, every single day? Like I'm a hundred percent a routine guy. You know what I mean? And I like, I like to have things to follow. And again, because I come up, came out of work working a nine to five to be my own boss i still have to be like a certain day i do the podcast a certain day i do this because i just work better that way otherwise i'd find myself just like you know at the end of the crystal maze all the money and the thing you're like there's so many fucking things yeah, to do yeah. and i can't gather it so yeah like I, I like to know what i'm eating for a day what i'm doing you know i like to know that in advance and it, it definitely helps but mm. um i think now this year now i'm used to being self-employed and know what i need to do know where i need to go and yeah i'm excited about this year actually i'm looking forward to it i'm not going into it with dread or feel like last year, I was like, I need to be doing this, this, and this so I can pay the bills. Now I'm like, if I can't pay the bills, I can be prison. I guess, fuck, you know? That's it. That's yeah. what it is. But what I think I, do? you know what? I think I enjoy prison. Yeah. You know? Well, you, you get, get 600 quid coming in the yeah. next month for this fucking heating thing. Yeah. So there you go. Where's January paid for? I gamble. You know? <laughs> there you go. Happy days. But yeah, if I, if I was in prison, I, I could be work out. That could be my hobby every day. I could yeah. read my books. Like maybe read fucking 14 books. Full sky. Yeah. Full sky. Learn new language. You get a fucking yeah. uni course. Exactly. Like I did during the first lockdown. I applied to a few like prisons. online courses. A few oh, prisons. I'm like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, yeah. scrubs. Like, oh, <laughs> but um, I, I did that and I was like, I'm going to learn X, Y, like how to edit videos and all. After mm. like a day, I'm like, nah. I'll probably just watch TV. <laughs> That's fucking sweet instead. Well, YouTube is the place for everything, isn't mm-hmm. it? Like YouTube, I think, will never die because you can watch yeah. how but to do class. anything. It's the like, best. I love it. And yeah. I love, because like, again, I would watch the majority of things on YouTube than anything, you know? And like, the good thing is too, like when you're a, when a die, you, you're expected to do shit, like DIY and all. Mm. I have no baldy, so I would just go on YouTube and find something and try to do something, you know, something yeah. similar to that. And then, do you know what I'm enjoying at the minute too? Gary Neville going for wee walks with people. Yeah, that's fucking brilliant. Over, overlap? Yeah. The overlap? It's brilliant. Love it. And like, I think that's, uh, YouTube's a good space. Isn't it? Mm. Like, like, you know what I mean? I just feel like life is good at the minute. Yeah. You know, it's a nice time. Yeah. And it's great. And speaking of which, did you enjoy the first lockdown? Or not? I think I did. I think yeah. it affected me in a negative way, but I think overall I did enjoy it. I yeah. think I got a lot out of it. I got fit as fuck. I did, yeah. I did about 10 marathons. 
yeah. over lockdown. Just in here and in this room, round round. Just round circles, yeah, yeah 43,000 times. Yeah. <laughs> so it was worth it, like, yeah, yeah, with the heat up full. And how do you feel, uh, Have you do you feel you've changed any since the lockdown? Um, I don't know, to be honest. Uh, do you ask that because you have? Um, no, because I definitely have become more solitary. Like, hmm. I prefer, like, to me, like, I don't, if I'm not working, I want to just be home with my wife and kids. You know, that's kind of it. I just want to be in the house with them, doing things with them. And, like, it's been sad a bit because, you know, sometimes you don't see your mates as much or you maybe have the relationships changed a bit with some of them mm-hmm. because you just don't talk as much or you don't. But at the end of the day, it's like you have your own wee life and, you you know, like, I love the gaff. I love where I live in Bangor and stuff. And down by the seas, just, that's it. You know what I mean? The, like, I'd be, I, I, I feel like a wee bit like I'm like, you know, Roy King's just a grumpy old man. He just yeah. likes to hang out with his dog. Kind of like me, you know? That's I you. just think I'm just, I'm happy to... You just find a way back past down some rich thing. estate and just yeah, go take down. your dog down there and... Just watch people get dressed at night. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I think that's it. Like, um, th- what for me, like, going out, I just... I'm happy to find a wee corner of a pub that does good Guinness mm. and just a chat. You know, that's... Yeah, no cues. Happiness. Yeah. No teenagers, no club no, music. No ditties, just... Mm. Couple of old boys yeah. shooting the shit, having a stout. That's the way to do it. Um, me and Diona were actually talking recently about our next house that we'll buy after yeah. this one, and we're hundred percent thinking like it has to be by the ocean or by a yeah. lake or something. It has to be. Yeah. Do you recommend it? Would your way? you? Would you consider coming out my way? Hundred percent. Yeah. Because yeah. when you think about it, like my youngest boy, uh-huh. Tom is almost fourteen. He's touching yeah. fourteen. So in two to three years, he's going to be. Touch fourteen with them. The, the cups. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so he in two or three years he's going to be to the point where he's going to yeah. be thinking about university and stuff so that's when we're going to start thinking yeah. like you know we've honestly now whenever we moved to where we we were Catherine's Belfast through and through she was like nah don't want to move to Bangor it was only mm. an idea because the folks live out that way both are my parents her parents and it'll be handy with Holly who was only a few months old at that point mm-hmm. and I would have been like I I lived in Crawford's but Hollywood and up until I was seventeen and then the folks moved to Crawfordsburn and I lived there for a few years, then moved East Belfast, or you know and and I like Belfast and all but I think, for families and stuff like see down where we are it's fucking class like and and Catherine said we'll go there for a year and if we don't like it we'll look at Belfast again I said all right and she's like I wouldn't live anywhere else now really it's just because again my biggest thing was oh it's quite far out for gigs twenty five minutes you know what mm-hmm. I mean I'm like fuck's sake Dave twenty five minutes yeah. ago train's great down there you know it's it's just fuck I just love it scenic as well it's, oh lovely mate see down mm-hmm. the peninsula oh, yeah best spot and then you just have the dog and he's just fucking great crack like just let him off and on they go and I just think like that's the thing like you'd be stuck in the house miserable and you just go down to the sea and you get a bit of fresh air about you you feel mm-hmm. made up again you know so yeah. I, I would say it's definitely worth a while to come down and yeah. look because because I remember we had, we had friends who bought a house and it was like literally you could have just gone that is our house but it's in Different area, Belfast. You know, mm-hmm. it's a, and it was our house. I think they spent like a hundred grand more on their house than we did, and it was like the exact like it, it could not have been more. And they, like, in fact, our gardens and stuff were better, but it was in Belfast. You know, what I mean? thought so Bangor would have been the same. I think it's if going not bit, more expensive. It's going a bit more expensive now, mm-hmm. but like Bangor's class for young families and like people our age. If, if you're a teenager or whatever, you'd be bored of your deck. Like, there's not yeah, much. Yeah no nightclub life or whatever and like even yeah. when I was 17 or whatever you'd always go to Belfast but yeah, you know for young kids it's fucking it's brilliant like and yeah. it's peaceful and quiet like because I said that we were actually talking about last night 
like we have quite a small bathroom in the house and like when the girls get older we're going to need four bathrooms aye you aye know? 100% well, like one for each girl and two for Catherine and then me and Finney will just shower at the back and, <laughs> um, we, we need to look at that but I was even yeah. saying like, I, I would almost extend our house and the move because it's like see at night stay quiet the neighbours are all class you know it's Love just it. a nice wee quiet and it, for me being a grumpy old solitary man it's perfect mm, definitely yeah. something to consider 100% yeah, yeah. Um, listen I'm selling it to you come on down oh we yeah. will yeah we'll have to do something outside of stand up and work because yeah. that's the first time you've ever been in our house I mean, yeah. me and Diona were talking this morning too we yeah. were like I don't think we've been in any other comedian's house yeah. ever like why why yeah. no come on listen because I'm, I'm all for that I think I I feel sometimes like y- y- it's better to be like do social things because mm-hmm. again there's that element of when you see everybody in work it's like you start you get yourself paranoid you go are they actually yeah. are we friends or are we colleagues like I, know, I know or are you know, we human yeah or are we dancers are we, yeah and I'm neither you know? I know I know but I'm I think yes we'll have to get you down some night and have, yeah. have we'll figure something out that'd be nice wouldn't we'll it that'd be good yeah. crack, I feel yeah. like I've just invited myself to your house yes, I didn't mean listen, it that way but come on down we'll give you the great the grand tour of well, yeah. North Down and please yeah. that'd be lovely no the courthouse that, that's what you should do you should do a show in the yeah. courthouse it's fucking amazing you were saying brilliant that'd be lovely great spot there was something I was going to say to you just before we wrapped up and I fucking cannot remember now and it came to me again there about 10 seconds ago and then I forgot again I'm trying to think of what we talked about recently do you know what I'll talk to you off camera. Do you know what it was? Do you know what it was? Mm-hmm. For years, I have went to gigs and I have fucked off straight yes. after my set. Uh-huh. And I, for years, I have felt like that has been to my detriment with other comedians because I yeah. don't have as close a relationship with all the lads as I would yeah. like to. But do like, you're now going to speak on behalf of everybody uh-huh. else, but do you now see why I had to leave? You know what? After I have gigs from now that you I'm have kids 100%. as well. On side with you with that because I'm the same now. Yeah. Like I think I was lucky in terms of when I started gigging, gigs were all over the place, so I had to drive. So from the beginning, like I would have probably had had a pint. Mm. Whereas I'm glad I never had to drink, and I could always. But see, even now, like even when people are hanging behind, I'm like, fuck it, I'd be arsed for this. Yeah, yeah, I need to go home, and you know, you've so much other shit going on yeah. in your life, don't you? And it's like, and it is hard to, yeah, to like I don't know any like there's maybe one or two who have kids that, you know they're allowed the freedom that I just know in my relationship that's not the way it works you know I think it's like I expect Catherine to you know we're 50-50 you know what I mean so when she's work like she looks and and, and I'd be the same like I'd never take the piss and be like if if a gig's done what am I getting out of hanging about unless there's like like when I did Lavery's a couple of weeks ago Colm Terrell was headlining now obviously he's been away in New York for years and I haven't seen him and I wanted to catch up with him so I was like I'll stay watch his set have a bit of crack still home by 11 you know what I mean but Mm -hmm. I don't think I think a lot of us now like we're all at that age because obviously everyone has young kids you, now yeah but you you obviously had your kids young and you, you were doing that stuff before us all and probably us were like fuck you don't you don't realise what it's like having kids until you have kids you know what yeah, I mean yeah. and it's like I remember a, a friend of mine him and his wife we were trying to arrange a night out with him and she was like I'm not free until like three months down the line and we were like <laughs> fucking life she living with three like what the fuck and then my no, kids it. were like I'm, I'm sorry I ever yeah. did you you know but yeah, I think that that now is, and like, it's again, it's like, I always do wee sums in my head, like weighing up what the benefit is. And I go, what what am I getting out of hanging about here, mm-hmm. having the crack? Yeah, it's yeah. good fun, it's whatever. But I'm, I could go home and go to bed, because mm-hmm. I have to get up at six and deal with these two wee fucking needy yeah. bastards in the morning. And you know? I always find as well, but, when you're talking to other comedians at comedy clubs, either you're both thinking of material or what set you're yeah. going to do or what's going to happen out there. Yeah. 
or one of you have just came off and the mm-hmm. other one's waiting to go on. Yeah. So there's never that time where you can go, right, we've both You're been chilled. on. We can yeah. both know that it's an hour later and we've had our fucking come yeah. down. Let's now just chat. That's why I made a point of going to the comedian staff too, yeah. whereas I never used to even go to things like yeah. that. And I was like, I want to make it my mission to go because I love all the lads. Yeah. Every The scene at the minute is but so you know, vibrant and everyone's lovely. But see that, that was the first time we've done that. Yeah. Like, and since I've It has to be up. an annual thing now. And I think now, like, what I enjoyed about it was there was a couple of fellas who maybe mentioned work the odd time, but mm. I think the majority of it was just about just good crack. And yeah. I think like every year we should do that. And I think with going forward, just say, look, we're going to meet here. We'll go elsewhere. If you want to come, come. Because again, I feel there's always pressure. People be like, oh, I have to go and get pissed. Nah, just come in, have one, have a soft drink. Mm-hmm. Just, you know. Just tell me, guy, come what, two pints? Yeah, and it was great. Yeah. You know, and, I, and even that was class because, like, I, I loved him. And he's one of my favourite comedians and people, actually. We all watched and, him growing up. But the, the fact now that he's willing to come and meet us for a pint too and like he obviously is one of the reasons why a lot of us are doing what we're doing mm. and for him to come and just join us even shows kind of like you know there's a there's a respect there yeah, with yeah. on both sides and you know as much as i take the piss out of tim about being a drug dealer which i'm not going to say if he is <laughs> or he isn't but you know i love him and for mm. him to come i was like you know what this is a good way scene everyone's welcome in it and you know let's all all do that yeah. and let's all just all go for yeah. pints and everyone's welcome in the future it's a nice time yeah, comedians only though. No yeah, can, you, can you wrap us up? Yeah, yeah, we have to. We here. both have to go. Yeah. Happy New Year, mate. Yes, mate. Absolute yeah. pleasure. Cheers for having me. Uh, happy New Year, to everyone listening. Do you want to plug anything before you go? Um, listen, you know what? What I will say, I, I saw a few comedians plugging like their shows on Christmas Day, and I was like, guys, take a day off. Oh. So I'm not going to plug anything. I'm just going to say to people here, listen, just hope 2023 is a good year for you. So look to it with positivity. You know, let's just go out there. Let's have a good year, and let's make yeah. life easy for everybody. Let's just That's support it. everybody. And let's have a good year. That's it. Cheers and for having Quit me. your job and fucking live the dream. Yeah, quit your job. Make shit. sure your wife earns enough. Yeah. And then just have a good life. Your manager doesn't give a fuck about you. Nah, fucking. They'll replace you in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. Here, peace out. Thanks for following us in 2023. Here's the next year.